0: Hey friends, welcome to the last Christmas party episode. It is Christmas week. Most of the gifts have been bought, half for me. I still have shopping to do, but I'm so excited for us to dive in and just kind of talk about what Christmas is all about today. And I couldn't think of a better person than to bring on my friend, Stephanie Bagley. Stephanie, welcome to the show.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I am excited for us to just kind of chat about the things that God has been putting on our heart this season and just kind of like some of the true meanings and, of Christmas, but some of the fun parts of Christmas day. Cause I know that your family has like the coolest Christmas day <laughs> tradition. Um, but before we dive in, you've been on the show before, but in case people have not listened to the episode that you were previously on, I would love for you to introduce yourself to listeners.
1: Yeah. So my name is Stephanie and I'm an Enneagram seven homeschooling mom of now four kids. I just had a baby five weeks ago. So crazy and super exciting. Um, I'm a person who's obsessed with reels. And that's what I mainly focus and teach right now is creatives, how to create content using reels that they can get noticed and seen on Instagram. So yeah, I just, I love to party. I love to hang out. I love to make videos and teach people how to make videos.
0: And that's about me. I love it. And you have pink hair. Um, we- and I have pink <laughs> hair. <laughs> and yes, the anagram 7, you're like the life of the party. So this is an amazing Christmas party episode, you know, to also have some fun. So before we go any further, since I already mentioned that you guys have the best Christmas morning family tradition, will you tell listeners like what your parents used to do? Like, it's so fun.
1: Oh my gosh. It is the best Christmas holiday tradition ever. It's my favorite. So what my family, what we grew up doing is my parents will set booby traps for us before we get to the Christmas tree. So Christmas Eve night, all six of my siblings, we'd all sleep in one room. And I mean, we would hide flashlights and scissors and rope because you never knew what to expect as soon as you wake up. And then my parents, in the night would set booby traps from our door that we were staying in all the way to the Christmas tree. And so what we have to do as soon as we wake up and there's like a limit, like we couldn't wake up before five and start, but at five o'clock we could wake up, open the door and get started working our way through the booby traps. And if we woke up our parents, we'd have to go back to bed wait a half an hour and start all over again. And so it was just so much fun. I mean, you'd open the door and sometimes it would be a whole wall of just wallpaper. And as we're like, okay, we prepared for this, we've got scissors. We would start cutting up the wallpaper and we would cut like a string and things would start crashing on the other side. We would have no idea what it was. And we're like, oh no. (laughs) Anyways, it was so much fun. One year we had, we're military, so we move a lot. So You couldn't even prepare because every house, every Christmas was different, right? So the booby traps were always insanely different. So there was one year where we had a staircase that was a U and we were looking down at the stairs and the booby traps were so intense on the stairwell that we were like, whew, at least we got rope. And we took the rope and propelled down the staircase so that we would miss all of the booby traps on the stairs. (laughs) I mean, we have had a black like one
0: by one. Like how did the oldest one get down though? Well, like
1: technically was- only one person has to make it to the tree and then they can sound the alarm and everybody else. So you just need to get one sibling down. So it was like me. And, and then I have twin brothers who are 18 months younger than I am. And so it was like me and one twin brother holding the rope. while the other twin was like <laughs> down the stairwell. <laughs> and so Oh, growing up was a blast. Christmas has always been my favorite. And we have carried that tradition on to our three kids that we have now. So we'll booby trap <laughs> our hallway to the tree and they love it and it's so much fun.
0: See, I want to know, like, how did your parents do that without waking you guys up though? Oh, we're just really like, hard. at sleepers. what point were like, did you did you like did they wait till you went to sleep? Did they start? And I can see, because I know your dad, I feel like I could see him that this was like a month in plan. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like he probably had like notes and something somewhere. It wasn't like a, oh, I'll make this up as like we go. It was like something he probably had planned forever. I don't know
1: how long he planned for it, but I do know every year was themed. And so one theme, it was tape. The other year, it was tinfoil. There was one, there was wrapping paper. Another theme was suitcases. And so he usually does a theme around his booby traps and then does it all according to that theme. He's really like, I'm not that great of a parent. I'm not... I don't plan that well. I'm just like, what, what fits, what would work? But he really had it nailed down. It was so
0: fun. That's so fun. And I know like for my cousins and I, we always used to sleep in the basement together. And then it would be like, sometimes we'd wake up so early and then our parents were like, you have to go back to bed. Or we would be like, is Santa here? Because our parents (laughs) would stay up later and then we'd go up and be like, oh, no, it's just our parents stomping around the upstairs. But such a fun tradition to do. And are there any other like fun traditions that you guys do? Because do you have an elf? Because our elf like travels everywhere with us and goes like, you know, we put him in the cup so that he can oh cool like go places and it snowed finally. And Turner was like, mom, could you put the cup out with the lid off so that Herbie could get in there in case he wants to go sledding. And I was like, he's not going sledding today. <laughs> not doing that. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's so cute. No, we've never done an elf. I don't even really know what the elf is all about, to be honest. I have no clue. But we do other traditions like we have the same breakfast every Christmas morning, and it's waffles with strawberries and m- whipped cream. <laughs> and then we usually go caroling on Christmas Eve or a few nights before Christmas. We were that family that would go. I was always wondering, like, what are the people watching us sing at them? What are they thinking? Like, <laughs> you know, just stand there and smile as like eight people are singing to your face, but it was fun. We loved it. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other ones, I think that's it. It's mainly, oh, and then we always go see a movie on whatever movie's playing at the theater. We always go Christmas day. So
0: yeah. Love that. So what movie are you going to see this year then? Are you, do you still do that with your kids? So
1: it's a little harder living an hour in the middle of nowhere, Idaho. (laughs) I forgot to mention that in the bio. We are so in rural Idaho. It's not even funny, but we are going to go see a movie tomorrow with my kids. So I figured if it was in that Christmas week, it still counts. So we're going to go see, Mm -hmm. is it called Encanto? I think that's what it's called.
0: All oh, the new Disney movies? Yeah.
1: So we're going to go see that with our kids tomorrow. I'm kind of excited about it. It looks cute.
0: It does. It looks like a really cute one. And it sounds like it has some good music. We haven't seen it yet. That might have to be something that we do this week too.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I know Sing 2 is also coming out. So we're like, do we go to Sing 2 or Encanto? And I was like, let's do singing. Let's do magic.
0: <laughs> yes. Ooh, I didn't know that that one was already coming out, Sing 2. Because the actors that they have in that one are really good i mean before they were good but i'm pretty sure they have it's a pretty stacked cast if i remember right oh that's cool it
1: comes out wednesday so that's exciting
0: okay well let's transition and kind of talk more about the true meaning of christmas you know
1: oh oh uh,
0: (laughs) we do love the santa and the elf and um you know it is interesting though because my boys have started to kind of ask like, are we sure that Santa's real, you know, or we know the real Santa, like the Santa that we see is the real Santa, but the other ones are kind of fake. And so tonight Turner and I were reading the birth of Jesus and he has this like one Bible. I wish I could remember the name of it, but it kind of like compiles all of the stories from the different books together. So you're not reading the actual Bible, but it it just puts it in words that they can understand a little bit better. And so we were reading that. And afterwards, he was randomly asking me about the tooth fairy. And so then I was like, well, you know the tooth fairy's not all knowing like Santa. Then I was like, oh shoot, how am I gonna? And I was like, well, because you know, <laughs> how far do <did> we go? <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, well, you know, because Santa has special magic because it goes with Christmas. Because you know, like Santa is like God's helper. Because I'm also trying to figure out how can I start to lay the tracks of what could come in the next few years. And you know, I'm saying like that. You know, like he was Saint Nick and he was very much about Jesus's birth and all this stuff. So, yeah, but yeah, we've been just kind of chatting a lot about Christmas and Thatcher's been like, Christmas is Jesus's birthday and about gifts.
1: (laughs) And (laughs) I love that. And about gifts. Yes. So I have a question. What do you do with Santa? Does Santa give you all the toys or how do you do Santa in your house?
0: so santa in our house just does like one toy and normally it's kind of like a bigger one or it's whatever they choose that they want from santa this year thatcher wants a hot wheels car wash and a lasso he's like and the lasso and i'm like oh crap i forgot about that one um and turner wants an electric guitar with the speaker Oh my gosh, I
1: watched your stories about that today with him drumming and then the yes at the end. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute.
0: Oh yeah. Full yeah. rock star. And I've just decided to embrace that and lean into it because I feel like music is a life skill that if I invest into him doing that, that someday I'm gonna be like, well, I know that you can play drums, so you can play on worship team at <laughs> church. Like you can play the guitar and they need a player, so you're playing at worship team. I love that like as an adult. So <laughs> That's so cool. What do you guys do for Santa? So
1: I grew up with Santa only fills up the stocking
0: and then gives us a can of cashews. That's <laughs> that's what a- cashews. Cashews is does that the have nuts. something? Does that have like a a meaning behind it? Was that something like from your your grandparents?
1: Nope. It's just my dad's favorite nut, and they're really expensive. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: to give all the children my favorite nut and they might not eat in the mall. So I will have eight. right. Well, we all love
1: cashews now. So I think that's funny. And so, and then my husband, he comes from where like, all the presents are from Santa. And it was really weird. Like our first year married. Cause you know, he, he is the second oldest of eight children. So when we got married. He still had sisters that were like, still believing in Santa Claus. You know, they were seven, and eight years old, uh, no younger, five and six. And so I'd open it and I'm like, it was so awkward. Cause I was like, who do I thank? Uh, thank you, Santa. Even though I knew it was my mother-in-law, you know, I, I had never experienced that before. So it was so weird. And so getting married, we've had to kind of like merge it. And so Santa fills out the stocking and then gives one gift. So and then the rest of the gifts are from the grandma and grandpa, mom and dad. So they know who to thank. Yeah. But I just thought that was interesting. I never realized people had different ways that they did Santa before until I got married. And I was like, whoa,
0: <laughs> this is crazy. but Yeah, because Jake, Jake's Santa, their Santa wrapped the gifts. And I was like, no, Santa leaves it open for all to see. <laughs> Like there it is because his parents, like you could get up and you could do your stockings, but you couldn't unwrap your Santa gift till they got up. Oh, gotcha. So I could see that. Um, one thing my grandma used to put in our stockings was we always had fruit, like an orange or a grapefruit because when she was little, like they couldn't afford the fruit right and stuff like that. So on Christmas to get some of those fruits was like a treat. So we would always have like an apple and an orange. Oh, stocking.
1: <laughs> we do the Clementine in the toe, mm. but I, I would be disappointed at Santa. If he gave me a grapefruit, I cannot stand grapefruit. Oh, I can't. the only way I do it is with like two tablespoons of sugar. And I'm like, this ain't even healthy anymore. Like, That's why I stopped. <laughs>
0: Oh man. So have you, I know that you and I kind of also talked about the chosen, which is a great Christian series. If you haven't watched it, yes. there's the chosen app it's free, but you it's can so also good. donate to it. But if you just want to see what it is, you can stream everything for free on your phone. And then I don't know somehow magically put it on your TV. We, I don't know how to do that. I don't think we, our TVs don't, I'm a mean wife and I have refused to let, okay. <laughs> We have not bought a new TV since before we got married. So we've had the same TV for 10 years. And I'm like, the Roku plugs into it. It is just fine. We don't need another one. I love it. So we have a TV in the basement. So I don't even know how you get like the stuff from your phone to the TV, but that's how they say that you watch it on the TV. (laughs) But it is a great series that really biblically takes what's in the Bible and they don't They try their best to not distort anything, but to tell the story of it. And the the one for Christmas this year was called the messengers. And I thought it was so cool. And I know that you watched it too, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. So touching.
1: What I love about what the chosen does is it takes the Bible stories and tells it, but then they talk about the conversations that aren't in the scripture, but that they probably would have had. And so when we were watching the messengers, I loved, you know, Mary's on the donkey and just being pregnant. I'm like, how in the world did she do it? Like, I was bedridden most of my pregnancy. I couldn't even imagine being on a donkey, you know. And she's like, let me down. I need a walk. And he's like, no, we need to go fast. And I'm like, let the woman down. <laughs> she's probably getting a charlie horse in her calf like who knows what's happening but i love the conversation that they were having because they were both talking you know they both had an angel come to them and they're they're both like okay yeah yeah your angel also said his name was jesus yeah 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 his name is jesus and you're just kind of thinking wow what what was that conversation like those several days you know on this donkey on this path what did they talk about? They did probably talk about the similarities of the messenger that came to them and was like, okay, good. It both came from God because they both said his name's Jesus. They both said this and this, but anyways, I love, I love the little conversations that they have because it makes the scriptures so much more real. And I feel like that's what a lot of people miss is when you read the scriptures. sometimes it can feel a little stale, you know, or just a little more rigid and robotic. But when you really stop to think about, wait, these are people, what were their feelings? What were their thoughts? What were their conversations? Makes it seem way more real. And to see that done in a TV series. So cool. I like Mm -hmm. totally geeked out and loved every minute of it.
0: Yeah. And I love like the part, kind of how you were talking about that. They both said, and they both kept repeating, both of our angels said, do not be afraid. What's the one thing the angel kept saying, like, do not be afraid um, when they were getting to the stable. And then even when they got to the stable, I love how they put in that Joseph like had to shovel the poop that like had never even occurred to me that like he literally it was like a stall like of course it's like oh in the hay and we just like always paint this picture of it's like fresh hay and all this stuff like no he literally like had to scoop it out of the way and take the few things that he was given to create her like a bed to sit on because I was thinking to myself could you imagine sitting on the dirt and giving birth no (laughs) of like no (laughs) but yet like that she did was just so eye-opening to me and I don't know if it was the chosen series in a beginning part or an after part that talks about this. If I saw a different video that talks about like this part, or when we went to go see for King and Country, if they talked about this, or if it's all these pieces that have come together for me. So the one thing that like I have realized this year, and as I've been studying the Bible and God is saying like listen to the words and kind of how you were talking about that the Bible can get stale, but really the Bible is a book to study and you then have to go and like find the history around it. It was really interesting to me of what I've learned of how we just always think like, well, they were in the stable and they wrapped him in swaddling clothes. And of course they put him in a manger because that was the only place for them to put him. When in reality, that was like God's whole plan that it had to happen there because the shepherds were going to come, and that shepherds were like the lowliest people of the whole city. Like they smelled, no one wanted to, to be friends with them. But the shepherds watched over the sheep, and the perfect sacrifice in the temple was a perfect white lamb. So the like the lowliest of the low were also producing the perfect sacrifices to God before Jesus even came, and that the shepherds would know that Jesus was the savior because when a perfect white lamb was born, they wrapped them in the exact same swaddles that they put Jesus in and that it was the concrete, like, it's not just a wood manger. It was a concrete manger to protect that white lamb. So when the angels told the shepherds that you will find him in the manger, they automatically knew that that meant that he was the perfect sacrifice. And like, i like, my mind has just been so blown of how God like literally used these words so that the people that, that they were being spoken to without a doubt knew exactly what was happening and knew right away, like he's the savior. And there's no doubt because we already give the perfect lambs. Literally Jesus became the perfect lamb and the perfect sacrifice for us. And that has just been like mind blowing to me of like, who would have thought and like, even the innkeeper's wife didn't know. She just was probably like, well, here's what we use to like wrap the lambs up if they're born. So take that and you can wrap your kid in it. Yeah. You know, like they didn't think about
1: that, but. Oh man, I have goosebumps. I love that so much. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. And the other interesting thing to me about like the chosen and how some of the parts, how you were saying like the the words or the things that were used maybe aren't necessarily in the Bible, but they were like conversations that were had, but now like the chosen has also made me go to be like, is that in the Bible? Did I miss that somewhere? And I'm now like going and like trying to read through, but that it's so interesting because if you understand like the whole history of the Bible, like people think that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were the actual apostles and that's not who they were. They're actually different people with those same names. I think like one of them was the actual apostle, but they were people who like studied under Peter. But I loved how, because those gospel books are accounts and they took like all these people accounts of Jesus's birth. I loved how the chosen said like Mary, you know, like who knows if it maybe that did come from Mary to say like, it's so important that in the Bible, they need to know that it was the swaddle, like what we put him in. And I just think that that's really cool too, because God is continually using words so that hundreds and thousands of years later, we can still uncover and discover to say like, oh, without a doubt, he's still the savior.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's also cool because when you go and you study Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you think they would all be the same because they, you know, Jesus did the same thing with them there, but no, like Matthew each book has a purpose. Matthew's purpose is to convince the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. And so as you read through the book of Matthew, he quotes the old Testament more than any of them because he's, that was his purpose was I need to let everyone know. And I know their background. And so I want to let the Jews know that this is Jesus. This is the one that you're waiting for. And I just love that. And I love Luke. Oh, Luke. I have to admit it's my favorite book because he, you can just tell his love and reverence and respect for women. And so almost all of the stories that have to do with women are in Luke. And that's actually how he opens up the book of Luke is starting by talking about Zacharias and his wife and how they were trying to have a baby and they couldn't, and they got old. And then he talks about, you know, Mary seeing the angel and going and visiting her cousin. Like he spent so much time telling stories of women and as a Christian woman, I am so grateful that he did that because number one, I think Jesus just loves and respects women so Mm. much because women back then were practically nothing, you know, and just get back in the kitchen. What are you doing yet? They couldn't even be, uh, they couldn't testify of things. And yet who was the first person he showed when he was resurrected, Jesus Christ showed himself to Mary Mm -hmm. first, before he went back to his apostles, like the amount of reverence and respect. Jesus has for his women is incredible. And I love that Luke captured that and let us know like women, you are loved, you are wanted, you have a seat at the table, you are amazing and divine. And I love that he shares those women, those stories of women. And so it's just so cool to go through and read all of the different books and see what their purpose was, see what's so unique and divine about each book. It is really, oh man, it makes me so happy that God does have this bigger vision and is able to move all the pieces, I would, I would suck at that. Like, my God, he works so Mm. good. I would, I would mess
0: it up. (laughs) Yeah. And this year I'm studying Matthew, um, with Bible study fellowship or BSF. If people are looking for a Bible study, it's a great, I don't, it's not like connected to a church, but it like digs deep into the history. And like you were saying, it's so interesting how like the different books written to the different people also, then you go and figure out like, well, to the Jewish people, these words or these specific words meant certain things and that the Jewish people would know the old Testament backwards and forwards. So for them to be showing like, see, this is where he um, was, you know, creating was being in the prophecy and that he was fulfilling the prophecy. Like even Jesus speaking in parables was fulfilling a prophecy But like, there's just so much. And the more that like you dig into it, it is, it's just mind blowing of like, how did God plan all of these things? And I think that people forget, like the Bible just wasn't like a couple hundred years. It was thousands of years and that these accounts and how it all just still worked within itself. And even like God knew the lines that Jesus was going to come from, which are very broken people. But it's very interesting that even in that line, when you learn about Jesus, that it does that the Bible talks about the women again and how like you don't realize that like Jesus literally comes from a prostitute, like not a few lines away from Mary is a prostitute (laughs) or Joseph, whichever I, you know, but I just think that it is, you're so right of how good that God is to show that men were just as equal as women. I feel like in that time too.
1: Yeah. It's so cool and refreshing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) refreshing to read about.
0: Yeah. So is there anything special that you guys do around the holidays where like you intentionally really try to bring Jesus and Jesus's birth into like your holiday celebration? Yeah.
1: So last Sunday, which is when the chosen did their free broadcast, we went and Got around all my kids, and we listened to all the songs, and we watched the episode of the the messengers. And so, not obviously, that's not a tradition because that's the first time they've done it, at least that I know of. But we always try to watch some type of movie or something that just helps kids make it feel more real, you know. And we listen to Christmas Christian Christmas songs. I mean, the songs about Santa, don't get me wrong, they're so much fun, but I want them to know the real meaning of it too. So we listen to a lot of faith-based Christmas music. And then my favorite is the night before Christmas we will sit and we'll read the Christmas story together and just talk about it. So that's what we do. Oh, and we give a gift to, we give a gift to Jesus every year. So Mm. we usually do that Christmas Eve. And so it's usually nothing huge. We usually just write down something that either we want to change or do more of, and that's our gift. And then Christmas morning, that's one of the first thing's we open is we'll open up our letter from last year you know did you give that gift to Jesus this past year so yeah that's what we do
0: oh i love that giving the gift to to jesus that might be have to be something that we add in um i always make a birthday cake for jesus oh fun so like christmas morning i try to sneak down before they they wake up and then i put the cake out and i try to make it like a really cool sometimes i've made it sometimes they're store bought like A cake is a cake, but yeah, like I'll leave a cake out for Jesus so that like, we remember that it's his birthday and that like, we're doing all the things while like all the elf and all those things are really fun. Just trying to remind the kids that like, but if Jesus didn't come, you know, like we wouldn't have Easter and heaven and all these things. And, um, so it's, I just also really love watching. There's something about. Between like three, four, and five, where they're so just the innocence of faith, like some of the things that Thatcher has been saying are just so sweet because like, I just feel like nothing has ruined them yet. They're so innocent and so sweet. So that's been really fun to just kind of hear Thatcher processing some of the things of like, well, yes, it's Jesus's birthday and for presents, but (laughs) You know, and and his school does such a great job of kind of of talking about Jesus and the story too.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I have loved getting to have this conversation with you, and just getting to share some of our favorite holiday traditions in this Christmas week, and getting to share a little bit about Jesus. And I hope that some of the things that we talked about touched some people, and maybe their stories and pieces that you hadn't heard before that it sparked something in you. Um, to look deeper into. And I know Stephanie or I are always an open book to have conversations about faith in Jesus. And one thing that I always love about like Stephanie and I, that even though we come from different Christian faiths, like it doesn't matter because really in the end, it's all about Jesus and that Jesus came to save the world and was like the perfect sacrifice and died for us. So I know if you have questions, you are always welcome to reach out to Stephanie or I, and we would be happy to talk to you. So, um, Stephanie, thanks so much for being on this last Christmas party episode. I feel like, you know, what's so funny. I think most of the guests I've had have been Enneagram sevens when I'm like, Hey, do you want to be on a Christmas episode? People are like party? Yeah. I love that so much. Yes. But if people want to find you after this show, where can they find you
1: at? They can find me on Instagram at Stephanie Ann Bagley or at StephanieAnnBagley.com. So, (laughs) pretty easy to find.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much for being a part of the show today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Living Your Calling podcast. If you love this episode, will you share it with a friend or leave a review? Make sure that you subscribe or follow so that you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from listeners and connecting. You can find us over on Instagram at the Living Your Calling Podcast or at Michelle Ann Hagen. Join us inside of our private Facebook community called the Living Your Calling Podcast Community. It's free, so why don't you join us inside? You can join by clicking the link in our Instagram bios or checking out the show notes. Join us and we will dive in deeper and I can't wait to connect with you. If you needed someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams, friend, this is it. I promise that you are worthy of whatever is on your heart and whatever calling you are wanting to chase. I am proud of you and I'm here for you. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for.